to the City on the Edge special bonus episode. Wow. So, um, where we last uh, left things, we were going to do uh, a Street Names of Albuquerque yes, episode, and that's still coming up for next week, but yes, we just like had an opportunity uh, to interview two, uh, two successful uh, comedians from Albuquerque who are gallivanting about the world, um, the Pajama Men, who yes. started here in about 1999, have been called the Velvet Underground of Comedy by... Mark Chavez and Yeah, called the Velvet Underground of Comedy by, uh, by The Guardian. Very cool. Uh, they're in town, and they graciously agreed to, uh, to let us talk to them a little bit, which we did. Yes. We sat in a tent in the backstage of the Q Staff Theater... With just uh, Shinoa Allen, uh, Mark Chavez, yep. and a gigantic snake of some kind yeah. in a chair. Shed skin <laughs> all over his cage. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen these guys, uh, they're sort of an improvisational stream of consciousness madness. Mm-hmm. Um, they described it as sort of a modular sketch comedy that adds up to a cohesive or semi-cohesive. I like their description of it. I've honestly never seen them, so I was... I've, uh, I've seen them many times, yeah. and I think they're fantastic. In fact, um, Courtney, you've seen them at least twice, right? Courtney is Ty's wife. Yeah. What did you think of them? No, oh, she says... She's, she's no, no, no. Just tell us what you think. You don't no. want to be famous? Okay. <laughs> well, um, my children and I were watching some of their sketches today, and uh, Bronwyn said they were hilarious, yeah. and Bryce said they were creepy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Those are two good, good things to be. Kind of encapsulates it. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're in town. They're performing this uh, coming weekend. Um, actually, all week. What, what is today's date, Courtney? You don't know? Something. The 5th or something. I think it's the 5th. Yeah, today's the 5th. Yeah. Uh, so they're performing tonight. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then uh, next Friday, Saturday, Sunday yeah. at the Q Staff Theater. Go we'll see these people. They seem charming and awesome and funny. They're really great. I mean, it's it's a, a great job. comedy like you've never seen before. Yeah. So um, go check them out. Nice. Join me for a drink. All right. We'll just use the chair doors as regular chairs. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Thunk. Would you mind? I can't make that sound. <laughs> Not at all. Say, what do they call you, friend? Oh, I have a boring name. My name is Chance. Chance Thunderstance. <laughs> I see what you mean. It's a shame you don't have a cool sounding name like Dave. What's your name? Dave. Yes. Well, why did you give up exploring, Dave? I'll tell you, and then you'll know. Okay, so we are here today with uh, Shanoa Allen and uh, and Mark Chavez, collectively known as the Pajama Men. A uh, how would you uh, how would you describe what you do, guys? A comic duo that. Uh, 
Yeah, I was just I just was having lunch with a friend of mine today, and he and he teaches uh, uh, acting, and he was like, I was trying to get my students to go to your show, and I always have trouble describing you guys. How, how do you, how do you do it? And I was like, I, I never do it well. Um, uh, I, we, we, we play a lot of characters. We, we, we do, we, we've made uh, maybe 10 or 11 shows over the course of our career um, that are uh, uh, um, uh, story-based, linear, kind of like, uh, they seem kind of disparate at first. There's a lot of uh, uh, kind of sketches that we do that then all kind of come together into a, into a story. Um, uh, but the kind of main thing is that... Uh, we we play many different characters and we have a certain rapport because we've been working together for so long and um, it's it's funny. I don't know. Would you add anything to that? It's funny. Um, yeah. So this is Shanoa. Hi, I'm Shanoa. Listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah. How would I describe our work? Um, I always describe it as anarchic. I use okay. terms like that, I, I guess. But I mean, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, we we fall under the category of sketch comedy but our work differs i think from a lot of sketch comedy in that it's it's a narrative uh kind of like mark was just describing right. so so as he said there there's we start with different sketches and maybe when you start watching one of our shows you don't realize the interconnectivity of of everything that's in it but by the time we get to the end we've kind of sewn up all these little bits uh into a somewhat cohesive whole so it's sort of a kind of a modular it is modular yeah yeah especially like like one of the shows that we're doing in town pterodactyl nights is really modular and it's kind of a a, our greatest hits show of a bunch of different things that we've a bunch of different bits from different shows we've done over the years and we can just kind of pull them apart and put them back together like way it goes but anarchic why do i say that um it's we we really we really go there, I guess. We go there. Uh, we really commit to our characters and to the strange <laughs> circumstances that we create, and um, and they're bigger than life. It's very cartoonish and mm-hmm. uh, nightmarish and surreal. Um, uh, I love playing monsters and um, and women. Right. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> know why women. those two things uh, draw me, but um, yeah. something for your therapist and cowboys, do. monsters, women, and cowboys is kind of like. Okay, so the Guardian described you as. Um, Mind-warping, semi-improvised comic plays using only their prodigious mime skills, telepathic teamwork, and a deliciously dark and offbeat sense of humor. Sound about right? Yeah, we should have just gone. We did that. First. I know, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted I wanted you guys to sort of like uh, uh, come to it on your own there. The Velvet Underground of comedy. What do you think of that? Uh, that was really. That was really a neat day. When they, <laughs> they were, uh, it came. It, it was a. It was an article that came. Like we weren't even performing at the time. Or like you know, I mean, we've been performing for years, but we were just kind of. Uh, uh, we weren't touring or anything at that okay. point. And this article came out, and we were like, "Oh, look at that! <laughs> that's, okay, that's cool. nice. We've we're we're a cult hit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you guys have you've toured all over the world. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you started here in Albuquerque, so I wondered if if we might uh, for a moment delve into your albuquerque origin story so what's yeah. how did how did uh, the pajama men spring out of albuquerque new mexico uh, fighting over the mic. yeah sure um we uh we joined an improv team right out of high school that was called die da um that Dida. a guy named kevin gibbons was uh running and he he took us through a book of improv exercises by uh, uh, an improv guru named 
viola spole and 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 we just did these all these exercises in this book and then by the end of it uh we kind of had some new skills and we started doing this improv show Mm -hmm. and um and it was it was a really great experience we were really young we didn't know what we were doing and then like simultaneously i was working with a company called riverside at the time that has since um spawned a, a lot of theater companies the people that were in that company uh, split up and went different ways. Including, uh, we're at Q staff inc- right now. Yeah. Is that part of the yeah? Riverside? So including okay. the the people that uh, run and founded Q staff, and then the Tricklock Company. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've all kind of continued to work together over the years. But while, but uh, yeah. So anyway, to make a short story even longer, um, um, we ran this little late night variety show at the Riverside Theater that later became the Tricklock Theater up on Washington. It was called the Reptilian Lounge, and it still mm-hmm. goes on. Um, and so Mark and I st- started making these little sketches, and we would rehearse them during the week, like twice. Uh-huh. Like we'd meet once and go, "We got any ideas?" And then we'd like meet again, maybe if we were lucky. Right. Um, and then we would rehearse while the show was going on, because there'd always be like a hundred acts. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but there was a lot of acts, and the show would be like two hours long. So we'd figure out the rest of our set while the show was going on, because it was so long. Uh, and then we'd we'd be the big closer and like go and like <laughs> do something really ridiculous. Um, and we started to develop kind of a following through that. And then after we'd been doing that for several months, um, we took the show on the road. We took all those little pieces and jammed them together into a really <laughs> nonsensical show and and took our first tour uh, in Canada. Oh, okay. Was that was that sabotage at that point? That was sabotage. Okay, yeah. So, um, so what was the difference between sabotage and the Pajama Men as it is now? Pass no. back to you, Chavez. Uh, well, aside from just uh, uh, evolution and, and growing as uh, comedians and artists and, and performers, nothing. Um, sabotage was uh, was just the name that we had, okay. and um, we always wore pajamas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not always. I mean, when, when we when we when we wanted to get a kind of settle on a on a costume, that was the first thing we did. And a company uh, called Second City in Chicago took us under their wing. Uh, in 2004, we did our first um, Edinburgh Fringe, mm-hmm. uh, which we spent a ton of money on. We borrowed money. We we were m- money was donated to us. This is the time before crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, and we uh, uh, we spent about sixteen thousand dollars and went to Edinburgh and lost our shirts and um, uh, and all the money. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but a lot of a lot of good came out of it. Um, and one of those things was that uh, this company in Chicago, this comedy company called Second City, was really uh, 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 supportive of us. And they, and they mm-hmm. were like, "Why don't you come and join the Second City?" And we're like, "Well, we sh- we're kind of doing our own thing." And they're like, "Well, let's help you do that." Um, but one of the things they wanted us to do was change our name because they thought sabotage wasn't uh, descriptive of, of, the, of the nature of our work. The, okay. Uh, uh, this guy Kelly Leonard, who was the vice president there at the time. Uh, was was he was just like well I don't know it, it just it seems so aggressive and you know you guys are a little bit more and like we were you know we were uh, 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 you know keen to like just you know listen to to these experts you know and try mm. to like <laughs> find find a way to to work with them and so we we ended up changing our name to the very literal pajama men yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. what we wear. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, now we now we now we have that. But people were already calling us like pajama guys, and because right. yeah, we were the guys in the pajamas. Why were you the p- guys in the pajamas to begin with? That was uh, to because we didn't we don't. So in our show, for those who haven't seen us, we don't we don't change costumes and we don't uh, have any props. It's just two chairs, and we wanted something that was uh, 
basic and comfortable and and that could be forgotten and was kind of a uniform but it wasn't uh but but didn't like uh take away from what we were doing mm -hmm. um and so we settled on those i think chanoa suggested he first wanted to do sort of like a spandex thing and i was like i don't know i'm not comfortable <laughs> enough with my body <laughs> but uh uh, so we got. It's funny because Mike suggested that we wear spandex for the podcast. <laughs> too. And, uh, and instead, you guys are wearing these amazing crab costumes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. These Zia outfits. Just designed by Mike's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that's all that. And, that. and then we, and now we just, that's our thing that we have and pack with us everywhere we go. So, I, where do you guys actually like live? Where are you based out of? I live in London, England. This is Chanel again. And Mark lives in Vancouver, British Columbia. You guys live in two different places? Yeah. How does that work? I know, right? Well, we make our living touring, and to do that, you have to be on the road a lot. Yeah. Because we're not like do a couple shows in arena and then you're set kind of an act. You know, We have to perform all the time to be able to do it and have it be our income. Uh, and it's, it's great. Like, it, um, it's great. It's a great way to see the world. And, mm -hmm. uh, but because of that, we're, we're together all the time anyway. Okay. Um, Mark comes over to London a lot and we develop a lot of our work there. There's a theater we're affiliated with there called the Soho theater that, um, right. is really supportive of us and gives us rehearsal space and that, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so we do carve out time to, to create new material. So how long, how, uh, how many months out of the year are you guys actually touring? this point it varies uh year to year um from anywhere from four to eight months okay um i guess i mean in some years it's even been more than that but all right so now i i uh oh mike has a question yeah. I was just curious, is that the secret to being from Albuquerque and being successful? Is it that you have to you have to leave? That <laughs> you have to you have to tour? Is that necessary? Um, do you think to really I don't make know. It? I mean it's been really um an expanding experience, a mind expanding experience, uh, for me to be able to get to see so many other cultures and, and you know, we often like when we do these festivals, they're like a month long and so we get to sit down in a place, or we'll get a run in a theater, and we'll get to sit down in a place for a significant amount of time. And um, just being in these different environments, in these different cultures, and meeting so many different kinds of artists and different performers and, and that sort of thing, I think I would definitely attribute that to some of our success, just in, in that it's been uh, a growing experience. But um, I don't know that you have to leave to be successful. Uh, I would I would feel like that was a nasty thing to say, <laughs> I guess, about about Albuquerque. <coughs> but you know, I I love it here. But it, it's yeah, it's great to go and come back. Yeah, I've always felt like Albuquerque is a great place to come back to. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of curious. Do you feel like you is is there any part of like kind of the Albuquerque experience that you guys carry with you? I mean, is is there something that's unique about you as artists that has come from your experience here in Albuquerque? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's hard to quantify because I don't know anything else. Um, I don't know any different. I, you know, we both grew up here. We spent, uh, we both went to, you know, all of our formative years through high school. I went to, I went to UNM, uh, uh, graduated from there. So I was here through through all those all that time. And uh, I think one thing that that about us kind of developing comedy and doing our, our work here is that there was no. Um, 
kind of major role models that were doing like big, you know, this is how comedy's done. This is the big school of comedy to go to, like like is in Chicago and New York and L.A. and kind of other places where you could go and and kind of learn from these from these uh, um, uh, veterans of, of the of the of the thing. So I, I so we were kind of forced to you know being in Albuquerque, we were just kind of forced to to just you know take take from our experience of the city and our own point of view um, and 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 to just create something that we thought would be maybe something people would like to see and you know and we didn't know for a long time uh if what we were doing was even viable outside of the city until we went our first our first audience that didn't have uh uh friends in it for sure was in toronto canada we went to toronto ontario we we were like because we went to new york before then all of our friends that happened to move to new york were, were in the audience then we went we went to toronto we knew no one and then it worked we we're like oh okay we're we're doing something, and they're like, and everybody there was like, we've never seen anything like this, and so, and I think that we owe that to being from a place that that is small and, and you know, and, and and has its own kind of deal going on. So it kind of forced you to carve out your own niche. Is that kind of weird? Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, it, it, um, it's um, it's. It's a bl- it's a blank canvas in some ways, Albuquerque, right. in 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 a positive way. I mean that 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 because there's not a ton going on. Um, if you uh, have the gumption, you can make something happen here. That's great. And and it can be of your own design. Yeah. You'll find your people. Right. There's there's less competition in major cities. It's it's. Uh, they don't really need us, you know what right. I mean? Like it's great to be in right. London and see all the interesting theater and comedy that's happening there, but they don't uh they don't need I could not ever go back Truth. and it wouldn't make a huge difference. Right. Um but Albuquerque like you feel like you're doing something and um I think I've gone off topic a little bit, but uh yeah. <coughs> it's um it's a, a really interesting place to have grown up and I it's certainly affected my worldview and in our comedy, you know, a lot of the personalities that we do are based on people that we know in some way here, nice. at least on a, on a like kind of basic level. And, and also just like the growing up in Albuquerque is a strange place to grow up. Like Very it's a true. strange city. There's, you know, the arts are interesting here, but then yeah. there's also so much violence and there's, uh, all of the different, um, kind of unsavory things that happen <laughs> here. And, uh, and some of that is good. I don't know. Like, um, I I'm I don't do drugs, um, but I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know. There's like kind of a hippie culture here that mm. exists. And I was into the punk scene when I was a kid, and did a lot of LSD. And uh, being in the desert doing acid, and then approaching sketch comedy, it, it definitely that's that's. Uh, Altered how I um, yeah, approach yeah, things. Seriously. Um, but uh, yeah. not that you have to do drugs to be no, creative. Um, there, there's room to really evolve um, and become what you are here. You know, there's <laughs> like you don't. Yeah, it's not. It's not as prescriptive as as elsewhere, where it's like this is what you are if you're from San Francisco or New York or whatever. Like, right. You know, that's that's really cool. That like that uh, <coughs> you guys have done that. I mean, uh, honestly, you you two are one of the biggest success stories to come out of here in recent times. I mean, like. The Guardian is not writing about everybody, you know. <laughs> like we've only got so many bands that have really broke that next level from here, and and uh, and in comedy, I think you stand alone. I can't think of anybody else really that's come from here that's really tearing down barriers everywhere they go, like you guys are doing. That's really awesome. 
really really exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks. No, it's just true. <laughs> yeah. So I got a uh, kind of a question about. Um, I mean, you guys uh, come back through Albuquerque. It seems like almost every tour that you do that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, are there uh, are there certain places that you feel like you need to come back to when you come here? Uh, like I don't know, Frontier Restaurant or that kind of thing. Like, what what is it? What you do when you're in Albuquerque besides perform? Um, yeah, definitely the food. I mean, it's so funny. It's so, I know it's a real stereotype too. Just like you come to Albuquerque, you have to like have the better have your green chili on. <laughs> but it's so true. Uh, but I, I yesterday I kind of overdid it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially if, if you have to be like a training for it. You know, you, you really can't just, do. You can't just jump right in. You, it's 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 totally true. Uh, yeah, and then I you know I I've just been driving around the city the past couple of days, and I just love. I love driving around the city. It's like it's Where it, do you like to go? Like what do you like well, to Well just see? like up tramway and mm -hmm. then back you know, back up around on you know, through all those centrals all torn up now. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of a weird thing. Yeah. Weird What's time. that about? What's going on there? <laughs> it's divisive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um and then, you know, my parents live up in the heights, so I you know, I stay with them. They have a whole bunch of uh, of of kids that they've adopted, so I get to hang out with them and okay. um yeah, so I mean, it's it, but it's also it, it feels uh, coming back. It's it's a, it's a bit of a shock to the system because it's like, this is where, you know, uh, so much of my life took place, and so I have mm -hmm. to kind of like like get back in touch with the, the certain friend groups and stuff, and just see mm -hmm. where we all are. And it, usually it's all fine, but it is, it is a little bit of a of a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Did you guys watch Breaking Bad? Was that like a really weird experience for you? Uh, being um, out in the world and seeing <laughs> it's weird because it's a different albuquerque you know what i mean yeah. like it doesn't fit together correctly so it's it's uh about that, yeah. it's it's just kind of but it, but it's it is albuquerque i don't know it's nice to see it um yeah it, but it reconfigures your geography yeah. a little bit um and now like every time you say oh i'm from albuquerque people are like Oh yeah, crystal meth. <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah, a... <laughs> yeah, but that's not all that the city has to offer. It's a funny thing that in we don't just have crystal meth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's other stuff too. <laughs> got, yeah. got gun violence. Carjackings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean it's a great show, and it's a, it was such a cool thing that that happened here. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do understand why people complain about it. Like now, the city's associated with that, but it was a pretty fantastic show too. Yeah, so and at the same know, it's kind of like high art versus people come here and want to go on Breaking Bad tour. Is that still yeah. happening? Breaking Bad oh, tour. Oh, it is still too ha still happening. And does yeah. Walter White still have a headstone somewhere? Uh, no, that? that actually got taken away. the The descanso for a Walter White was uh, removed uh, because it was on private property, so right. people got upset about it. Uh, <laughs> oh well, just weird, weird little things. Oh. Well, why did you tour Canada when you first left here? Like, what? What? That there, seems kind of random. It is kind of random, but also, there's this great thing called the Canadian Association of Fringe Festivals. Uh, so there are these fringe theater festivals that are in almost every town in Canada and city. Mm -hmm. uh, and the organization—they're all independent, but they fly under the same banner so that they can work together to make it possible for artists to tour. Oh, cool. So you can start on the East Coast and work your way across, and each festival's about two weeks, and you can do as many of them as you want. Nice. So you can spend three and a half months doing that. That's really cool. Um, so once we figured out how that system worked, we were like, this is great. Um, and it was the first time we were like getting paid to 
because if and it's it's a gamble like you only get paid if people come and see your show right um but you keep the you keep the door like you pay an entrance fee and then you keep the door that's nice so if if a lot of people are turning up you actually start to make mm. a little bit of a living and we're like oh you know this is possible so it's it was yeah that's how we ended up doing and then we did that for mm. a few years uh, before we ended up in edinburgh very cool i feel like you guys have had a legacy here in town i think that the, the albuquerque's comedy scene is doing okay right now there's a lot of sketch comedy groups there's a lot of people do, people doing things that Maybe they wouldn't have been doing ten years ago if it, if you hadn't set this example. So uh, that's pretty rad. Well, that's <laughs> nice. I mean, I don't know if we can take full credit for that, but, but I think, but I know, like being part of a of a but, thing. That's but for these sure. things are it's boom really bust. Nice. You know, sometimes there's just no scene here. It feels yeah. like you know for various things, not just comedy, but like other things, they just come in or out of vogue, and mm -hmm. people get busy or they move away or whatever. You know, it just. But right now, it feels like kind of healthy, and it feels directly connected, in my opinion, to the things you guys have established. Yeah, so cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice. Very neat. Okay, well, I, I feel like we're we're coming to the close of our half hour here, but I wanted to. Um, can you uh, can you tell people what to expect with your new show? What what what's gonna what what is gonna happen if you go and see? Um, what is it? Two two men, three musketeers. Two men, three musketeers at Q Step Theater. Um, it so we took uh, we took the Three Musketeers book and we just we read it and then we <laughs> threw it in a blender and threw it away <laughs> then we made our own show uh starring some of the characters from the book and some of our own characters we took we took up you know a, a, some plot elements of the of the story and, and put it in there so it is it is true to the book in, in in kind of more ways than you'd even think there's actually some some parts of the show that are, that are in there like oh yeah we didn't that's part of the book uh but it's definitely our own style and, and done in our own our own our own weird uh uh crazy way which uh so yeah, it's 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 funny and it's fun and it's it's ridiculous. Okay, funny, fun, ridiculous, Dumas. All right, um, Mike, do you have any other final questions? Okay, great. Anything? Uh, any last words from you, Shanoa? I yeah, I don't know. Um, just about describing what we're doing, our current show. I think Mark basically said this, but um, the it we did base it on the book. But it's not really about that at all. Like it's loosely based on the book. If you come, see, if you've seen our shows before, it's like the other ones. Like it's this, it's this strange journey to go on, and um, that kind of references Three Musketeers here and there. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So. So don't show up expecting don't, yeah. a stage play of Three Musketeers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't come. Don't think all you're right. going to come away with. A new sort of scholarly knowledge of of uh, Dumas. Whereas on the other hand, if you absolutely can't stand theater that has anything to do with the Three Musketeers whatsoever, you should also not come, right? Yeah, actually, no. You should still come. Oh, you because, should still come. Because okay. this is pretty far from the Three Musketeers. Okay. So, all right. No matter your feelings about the Three Musketeers, come to this show. <laughs> yeah. All Love right, them. Good. Hate them. Neutral. Come on down. Everybody can enjoy this. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>